Krishna Krishna Hare 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 Ram Hare Ram 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram Hare Ram 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 Hare Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram Hare Ram 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram Hare Ram 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 Hare Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram Hare Ram 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Krishna Krishna Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Yeah, yeah. 
Goranitai, 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 Jaya Goranitai. Prabhupada Jaya Prabhupada Prabhupada Jaya Prabhupada Shila Prabhupada Ki Paramahamsa Parvijaka Charja Asto Tarasata Sri Srimad is Divine Grace Sila AC Bhakti Vedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai Jai Om Vishnupad Paramahamsa Parvijaka Charja Asto Tarasata Sri Srimad is Divine Grace Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Goswami Maharaj Prabhupada Ki Jai Ananta Koti Vaishnavrinda Ki Jai Sri Nama Charja Srila Haridas Thakur Ki Jai Prayam Sri Kao Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Adwaita Gadadhar Srivasadi Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Ki Jai Sri Sri Radha Krishna Gopa Gopanath Shaimakunda Radha Kundgiri Govardhan Ki Jai Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai Gaur Premanande all glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories, all glories, all glories to Shiguru and Shigoranga. All glories to Shiguru. Thank you for the nice kirtan. That was very nice. Tava Kunjabi Hari. Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Giri Banadari 
Jayom Vishnupad Paramahamsa Parvi Jakacharja Asto Tarasta Shishimani's Divine Grace Srila Bhakti Saranta Saraswati Goswami Maharaj Prabhupada Ki Jai Ananta Koti Vaishnava Rindiki Jai Sri Namacharya Srila Haridas Thakur Ki Jai Pre Imse Kao Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunitananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Sri Vasari Gor Bhakta Rindiki Jai Sri Sri Radha Krishna Gopa Gopanas Shaimakunda Radha Kundigiri Govardhan Ki Jai Grantaraj Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai Shamaveda Bhakta Vrinda Ki Jai Gaur Premanande All glories to the assembled devotees All glories to the assembled devotees All glories to the assembled devotees All glories, all glories, all glories to Sri Guru and Sri Goranga All glories to Srila Prabhupada Nama Om Vishnupadaya Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale Srimati Bhaktivedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Goravani Pracharine Nirvasesha Sanyavadi Paschata Deshatarine <coughs> Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya <coughs> Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So, good morning. Thank you all for coming. Today's class. Srimad Bhagavatam, 10th Canto, Chapter 20, is it 41, verse 41? Kedarebhyas Tu Apo Tuapo Greenan Karshaka Dridha Setubi Yata Pranai Sravaj Gyanam Taniro Tanirodina Yoginaha Kedarbyas Twapo Greenan Garshaka Dridha say to be Yata Pranai Sravaj Gyanam Tanirodhena yoginaha Kedarebhyas twapo grinan Karshaka dridhase to be Yata pranai sravaj gyanam Tanirodhena yoginaha Kedarebhyas Twapo Grinan Karshaka Dridhase to be Yatta Pranais Thravaj Gyanam Dandya Rodhena Yoginaha
from the flooded fields of rice paddy <clears throat> to and apaha the water agrinan took karshakaha the farmers dridha strong say to be with dikes yata as pranahai through the senses sravat flowing out ganam consciousness tat of those of those senses nirodhena by the strict control yoginaha Yogis. Translation. In the same way that practitioners of yoga bring their senses under strict control to check their consciousness from flowing out through the agitated senses, the farmers erect strong mud banks to keep the water within their rice fields from draining out. So I say, and you can repeat, in the same way. that the practitioners of yoga bring their senses under strict control to check their consciousness from flowing out through the agitated senses. The farmers erected strong mud banks to keep the water Within their rice fields, from draining out. Purport. Srila Prabhupada comments, <coughs> excuse me, in autumn, farmers save the water within the fields by building strong walls so that the water contained within the field cannot run out. There is hardly any hope for new rainfall. Therefore, they want to save whatever is in the field. Similarly, 
person who is actually advanced in self-realization protects his energy by controlling the senses. It is advised that after the age of 50, one should retire from family life and conserve the energy of the body for utilization in the advancement of Krishna consciousness. Unless one is able to control the senses and engage them in in the transcendental loving service of Mukunda, there is no possibility of salvation. Once again, the verse, in the same way that the practitioners of yoga bring their senses under strict control to check their consciousness from flowing out through the agitated senses. The farmers erected strong mud banks to keep the water within their rice fields from draining out. Om Chakshur unmilitam jena tasmai sri gurave namaha sri chaitanya manobishtam stapitam jena butale swayam rupakadamayam dadanti swapadantakam bancha kalpa turubias cha kripa sindupeb cha patitanam pavanebu vaishnavebu namo namaha jai si krishna chaitanya prabhunitanand sri advaita gadadhar shivasadi gor bhakta brinda Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So, very potent um, <clears throat> verse and purport by, uh, this, these are Prabhupada's words that are being quoted here. <clears throat> um, the practitioners of yoga bring their senses under strict control. This is something that seems to be quite foreign to the uh, current day yoga scene you know now you're seeing yoga poses on uh, billboards sometimes I'm driving around yesterday I was driving and I saw this you see a lot of uh, uh, typically it's a young lady standing on one leg I don't know what's that pose there's a name for that where they stand on one leg and tuck one leg up on the knee you know I'm seeing that on billboards and different things and magazines when you're checking out of stores you see Huh? The what? The warrior pose. Okay. So I don't know why it's called that because warriors usually keep both feet up firmly planted on the ground. But anyway, I'm sure there's a reason. So uh, this imitation yoga, uh, everybody knows yoga now and everybody's an expert. Uh, Of course I know yoga. I've been practicing it for five years. Or some people may say, I've been practicing yoga for 10 years or whatever. You may even find some people a little bit longer, you see. And, uh, and if you get into their, their lives, I remember there was this one man in Tennessee that I was talking with. And uh, he was telling me about yoga. Now he's, he felt that he was very expert because <clears throat> he and his wife had been uh, practicing and teaching yoga for you know, almost 10 years. So, of course, he's, uh, he's very expert by now. And then he went on to somehow or other, he got in a conversation with someone else, and they were discussing some sort of a new beer that was on the market. You know, some sort of a special, you know, it's probably organic beer or something like that. I don't know. So, you know, health, health food style beer. So uh, we can see that these people don't quite understand what is required of the yogi. The yogi is to, re, is to control his senses. You see? He, it's as if he, he withdraws his senses like the tortoise 
the tortoise can, can just kind of uh, pull himself into his shell. You see, it says in Bhagavad Gita. It's used that, that, uh, that analogy is used. You see. So, but that doesn't mean that we just restrain ourselves from any activity. We withdraw our senses from the sense objects. You see, by contemplation of the sense objects, one develops uh, an attraction for them. You see. So, uh, it, this is very significant here. Uh, to check their consciousness from flowing out through their agitated senses, the farmers erected strong mud banks to keep the water within their rice fields. So, to, to, keep, the, uh, to keep your senses... Um, or, or, or your, your energy from flowing out through agitated senses. You know, our, ag- our, our senses are going to be agitated just about all the time in this age of Kali. Unless we stay here in the temple, uh, unless we're in Mayapur or uh, some secluded place and only associating with devotees, only experiencing Hari Kirtan, uh, the modes will be working on us and our senses t- tend to get a little agitated. I'm hungry, I want this, I want that. You see, I want, I want, I want. One thing after another. It's, I've, I've often used the uh, <clears throat> analogy that it's like if you go to the store with a young child, you know, let's say you want to just go get some, some, uh, uh, some milk. You're out of milk. Of course, there's a lot of vegans now. They don't go get milk. So, okay, so whatever you would go to the store to get, you know, I have to... Watch out. Sometimes I'm stepping on vegan toes. Uh, so you're going to the store to get some. All right, you're going to the store to get orange juice. You know, And uh, that's all you want. And the children say, oh, I want to go too. Let me go. I want to go, Daddy. Say, well, no, no, stay here. No, I want to go. I promise I'll be good. You say, well, okay. But I'm just going to go in the store, get the orange juice, and then I'm going to leave. And we're not going to get anything else. Okay, okay. So... On the way back to, the, to get the orange juice, you know, the child sees some candy. Oh, oh, buy me this, Daddy. Buy me this. Buy me this. No, no. Well, buy me that toy over there. Buy me that. No, no, you can't have it. Well, buy me this cereal. There's this nice new cereal over there. No, you can't have that. You see? So it's kind of like that. The senses have a tendency to focus. You know, something gets caught in the peripheral vision. You think, oh, what is it? Oh, I'd like that. You know? That would be nice. Oh, that would be Give me this. Give me that. It's a, it's a hot day and they're advertising a cold drink. Boy, that would be nice to have some nice cold drink, you know, or ice cream or whatever. So we're bombarded. The senses are always bombarded by invitations, you see. Uh, it's, it's, it's just like these things will enter the mind. Now, that's the point right there that we're talking about. They enter the mind. Keshva Bharti Maharaj yesterday was talking on this in the previous verse. These things will enter the mind. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it was Krishnadas Kaviraj uh, that said that whenever, was it? He said, whoever, uh, whenever I, th- I think of sex life, I, uh, I make a face and spit. Jamunacharya. Jamunacharya, yeah. So, now what's that telling us? Is he saying, I like to spit? No, he's saying that sometimes he thinks of sex life. He doesn't say, I never think of sex. When I think, he didn't say, if I were to think of sex life, I would make a face and spit. He says, when I think of sex life, 
I make a face and I spit. So it's entering, you see. So these things will enter the mind, and this is normal. We're going to be bombarded with invitations to partake in sense gratification. The mind will invite you. Hey, how would you like this? How would you like that? If your mind doesn't, somebody else's mind will. You know, you may meet a, one of your friends. Hey, Prabhu, let's go get some ice cream. Hey, Prabhu, let's go get a pizza. I hear they're making pizzas over here. Let's go get this. Let's go get that. You see? Uh, I remember I was, uh, in my travels, I stopped uh, to spend the night with this one devotee, and I had just come back from India, and I'm on a special diet. I'm not taking any sugar. So I was telling him, you know, I'm on a special diet. And he said, oh, what? I said, well, it, you know, I just don't take any sugar and, you know, just whole grains and stuff like that because I have blood sugar I have to deal with. So he said, oh, all right, so no, no sugar. I said, yeah. Within... You know, less than five minutes later, he's saying, well, tonight for, for dessert, after we eat, we've got a choice of Dutch apple pie or ice cream. Or you can have both if you like. And I said, Prabhu, I'm not taking any sugar. Well, I thought maybe tonight you were going to... No. Watch my mouth. I'm not taking any sugar. I don't know how to make it any uh, clearer. You see, I can't. I know I'm not. I could. I could eat all. I could eat a pound of sugar, really, but it wouldn't be good for me. It wouldn't help me on uh, uh, what I'm trying to achieve. I'm trying to achieve better health, so that I can keep up my travels and and uh, and try to offer some service. You see, so not only do we have our minds, but we have the minds of others. Hey, Prabhu, what do you, let's go do this. Let's go and let's go enjoy that. Let's go experience this. You know, as a matter of fact, many times we notice that the people that we associate with, uh, this uh, sometimes is, is uh, common amongst devotees, but it's most common amongst the general society. People associate pe- with people whose neuroses match up. You know, if I'm a if I'm a, a borderline alcoholic or an alcoholic and so are you, then I like you because you don't think I'm a heavy drinker. You're not going to criticize me like him. He hardly drinks at all, you see. But you and I, we can sit and toss him down all night long, and you don't think I'm crazy. You don't think I'm killing myself because you're just as bad as I am. So people who do intoxication, they tend to associate with one another, you know, because if I do heroin or some drug, if I'm smoking marijuana, and, and you are too, then you're not going to be looking down on me. Not, I'm not going to associate with this guy over here. He doesn't smoke. I'm not going to do very much association with him, you know, or drink or do heroin or whatever. So we, we, we tend to find people that our neuroses will match up with, our bad habits, you see. And therefore, my mind is influencing your mind. Your mind's influencing my mind. Why don't we do some of this? Hey, while we're doing this, you know, why don't we order a pizza? You know, why why don't we do this? Why don't we do this? You see. So it it kind of compounds. So how how do we counteract this? We're going to have invitations from our minds and from minds of others. You see, troubles from others. 
Adibodika, Adibodika klesh, miseries that can come from others just influencing us. Well, first of all, uh, I mean, there's many different ways. But what can we do? Anybody have any suggestions? What can we do? How do we counteract this? These invitations that come to us from the mind and minds of others. Precisely. Translate. If, if we're trying to engage ourselves to serving and, and pleasing Krishna and others, I like to say, and pleasing Krishna's devotees, but why do we stop there? You know, if I say, if I'm in a room full of people and everybody's a devotee except you, I want to please everybody, but I don't know about you. You're not a devotee. Why do I want to please you? That's kind of upside down, isn't it? That doesn't make any sense. That's not going to further the cause of Krishna consciousness. No, we want to serve everybody, all living entities. You see, we want to serve Krishna and serve all of his devotees, whether they know they're devotees or not. We want to offer some service. Now, how can we serve them? We engage them. We engage them. Now, it may, doesn't mean we get them, hey, what do you say we go hose down the temple and let's clean the temple and, you know, do this or that or go out and cut the grass? It could be let's just chant Hare Krishna. You engage them in, in Hare Kirtan. You engage them in hearing. You speak. You engage yourself in speaking. You engage yourself in hearing someone else speak. You see? We have to have these, as it says here, uh, the strong banks, strong banks that were built uh, to, to retain the water in the rice paddies, you see. Because after, <clears throat> after the rainy season, there's not going to be any more water for a long time, you see. So the farmers have to keep whatever they can. So we have to use, we have to take up activities that will help us towards our goal of going back to Godhead. We have to accept activities. It's, it's, it's very um, uh, immature, spiritually immature, to think of service to Radha and Krishna or the devotees as work. You know, we can sit here and talk about Oh, serving Krishna, doing this service and doing that service. But when the temple president or one of the officers of the temple come and say, Oh, Prabhu, can you help with this? Now I'm thinking, well, now you want me to serve you. All of a sudden I get off. Oh, I don't want it. No, I don't want to do that. You see what I mean? So we st- we'll get on that good thought. That We've got very good thought. Yes, I want to serve. I want to serve. I'm chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. You know, I'm like, oh, Krishna, please engage me in your loving devotional service. Please, Krishna, engage me in your loving devotional service. And someone's tapping on his shoulder. Well, oh, what's that? Uh, I, could, could you help us? No, no, come on. I'm, can't you see I'm busy asking Krishna for service? <laughs> you see? 
we materialize it. We make it a material situation. You know, we don't see it as an opportunity to serve Guru and Krishna. We say, oh, you know, this rascal temple president or this guy over here or that guy, the temple commander or whoever, they're just trying to get me to do some work. You know, why don't they do it? I don't want to do it. I want to sit here and ask Krishna for some service. <laughs> you see? So we take up devotional service. We accept service. Um, uh, Srila Prabhupada said we should take risks in serving Krishna. Now that doesn't mean that we should go to Las Vegas. You know, that wasn't his intention. It means that we should push ourselves. We should uh, try to take off, take on a little bit more than we might be able to handle. A little bit more. And grow into that. It's just like, you know, these people when they go to uh, the gym and lift weights. You know, sometimes they, they lift weights that are so heavy that they can't really lift it. They need somebody to spot them, you know, to help them get it up. And then, then they fight it back down. It's really too heavy for them. But it's just on the borderline of being too heavy. So they're working so hard. Now what happens? The muscle gets stronger. And in a very short time, they're going to have to put more weight on the bar because that m amount of weight gets easy. So now they put more weight on the bar. Now they're fighting that, you see. And they break down the muscle. It builds up. You have to put more, more weight on the bar. So you have to push. You have to try to uh, extend yourself. And use good judgment. Don't, be, don't way overextend yourself. That's foolish. But push it. Find out what your limits are and then try to push those limits, you see. And then try to encourage others to do the same. Don't think of service to Krishna as mundane. It's transcendental. So if someone's trying to get you to wash the floor, it's not just washing a floor. It's washing Krishna's floor. You're washing the dust of the devotees that have walked in that floor. It's hallowed ground. Sometimes we, well, very often, we, we tend to uh, take our position for granted. You know, we start to see the devotees as ordinary people. You know, we need events like we had this weekend, that event we had on Saturday especially. Wasn't that wonderful? In this room, I was talking with Mother, Mother Linda about this, in this room, you could just feel the room. The, there was a, a, a common love, wasn't it? It was a it was a mood that was just unbelievable. It was so sweet. We were all in here feeling the same blissful feeling. We were all focused on the same thing. It's like uh, a preview of the spiritual world. Being in Goloka Vrindavan, all focused on Krishna and Krishna's happiness and Krishna's satisfaction, all of us at the same time, linked together. It's a really good feeling, isn't it? You see? But it, it's, it, for us, for we, the devotees, this isn't something that uh, only has to happen once in a while. Once in a millennium, once a week, it doesn't. We can do this every time. If we, we should be doing this all day, every day. 
We should be linking together with Krishna and the sinner to serve Krishna. Well, common mission. We all have a common mission. You see, we do. We want to serve Krishna. We want to, we, we want to, see, we want to care for his senses. If we're looking out for Krishna's senses, then our senses kind of come in second. You know, your senses are kind of like, you know, it's just like if you're having a conversation with somebody that's very, very important to you, and you're very interested in that conversation, and there's someone over here kind of tugging on your sleeve wanting to talk to you, you may say, yeah, okay, hold on just a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's cool. so good to see you. Yeah, wait, you know, leave me alone. I'll talk to you in a minute, you see. Well, that's the way your senses will be. You're engaged in serving Krishna, and your senses are like, hey, you know, I'd kind of like to have something cold to drink. Yeah, leave me alone. I'm engaged right now, you know. How do you control them? You, you put something in the foreground of your attention. You focus your attention on something else. The desire or the invitations may still be there. Your mind will invite you. Hey, let's go do this. Hey, let's go do that. You see? But you're so focused that you don't really have time to consider it right now. Maybe later. Maybe later. You see? Now, if we don't do that, then we're going to get tripped up by the senses. Maybe not right away, but sooner or later, they'll get you. You know, it's going to happen. You see, we have, to be, we have to stay engaged. We have to keep the mind engaged. We have to keep the mind engaged uh, by uh, meditating on how can I serve Krishna? What does Krishna want me to do? What method should I use to, to do my service? What would, be, what would be the better way to perform it? What is the outcome that I should expect? How should I perform it to, re, to uh, achieve what outcome? To meditate like that, you see. It's not that we just do it. We try, we, Srila Prabhupada said it's the art of doing a thing perfectly. The devotee focuses on his service to Krishna. Thinking of the art of doing a thing perfectly. We want to do it as perfectly as possible. That doesn't mean that we take all day just to do a five-minute job. Huh? But it means that we focus and we try to, we try to polish it up and make it as, as, uh, uh, as perfect as we can for Krishna and the devotees, you see. This uh, sentence Prabhupada uses in closing here, I find very interesting. Uh, I'm going to read the last couple. Well, first of all, it's advised that after the age of 50, one should retire from family life and conserve the energy of the body for utilization in the advancement of Krishna consciousness. Conserving the energy in the human body for spreading Krishna consciousness. Very important thought. You only have so much energy, you see. We don't have time as, as devotees uh, if we follow in the footsteps, what is that called? Anusiliana? Following in the step, footsteps of the previous acharyas, according to Rupa Goswami. That's what we do. We don't, <clears throat> we're not so uh, uh, into having the world follow our footsteps or forging new. We follow in the footsteps of the previous acharyas. You see. So, uh, we want to conserve the energy that we have as human beings 
to serve Krishna. Now, how do we do that? By eliminating things that take up energy that are useless. You know, maybe you have a hobby. You know, sometimes people have hobbies. Well, you know, I'd like to uh, build model airplanes and fly them or whatever. Well, do you really have time to do that? You know, I like to play golf. Do you really have time for that? Well, yeah, I, I sure do. You know, but if we're if we're trying to to construct our spiritual lives in such a way to protect us from the invitations of the senses, then we need to utilize this energy that we have as human beings in the proper way. We need to see that we're engaged and not in nonsense. Now, sometimes we may think, well, you know, I serve Krishna a lot. I do a lot of service. I do this at the temple. I do that. I work my job. I give some money to the temple. I'm serving my family. So don't I, aren't I entitled to a little bit of nonsense? You know, I'd like to go fly kites or, you know, uh, I don't know, play ping pong or whatever, you know. I have these things that I like to do. Now, aren't I entitled to that after all that I do? Well, you're entitled to free will. It's up to you. It's up to you to decide how much of your energy that you have as a human being, that includes mental energy, physical energy, how much of your energy do you want to give to Krishna? How much of your energy do you think you need to give to Krishna to achieve your goal of going back home back to Godhead? Now, if you say, well, you know, this going back to Godhead in this lifetime thing, I don't know about that, you know. I'm, I'm not really counting on that. I don't, you know, maybe next lifetime or one or two lifetimes after that because I really would like to... Uh, no, I'd like to be a good golfer, and or I'd like to be a good whatever, you know, you name it. I don't want to pick on anyone's particular hobby if there are any hobbies, you know. So, so whatever, you fill in the nonsense. Your nons- put, put your nonsense here in this blank, you see. Because I have some attraction, some attachment to this particular nonsense. And I'm willing, in order to taste the nectar of my nonsense, to give up the potential of going back home, back to Godhead, this lifetime. And to that I'd have to say, are you really? Have you really thought through, I mean really, thought through this? You're willing to give up going back to Godhead this lifetime for your nonsense? You know, um, it doesn't, it doesn't sound sane to roll the dice and think, well, you know, surely I'll get a, another human body next time, probably be born in a family of devotees. What do I got to lose? You know, what if you're born in a family of a uh, wealthy aristocrat and you've got all these other opportunities, invitations from your mind to enjoy senses now based on you, know, you have money. You have social standing. You see? You see what I mean? It's a roll of the dice. Do we really have time for this? Is it really worth it? It gets down to a question, do we really have the faith? 
Do we have the faith that we're on the right path? You know? If we believe it, if we really believe we're on the right path, then, heck, let's do it. Let's go after it. Let's go after the prize. You see? That's the nature of a winner. You show me an object, uh, or you show me an objective. If we're playing a game, and you show me the objective of the game is to do this, well, now I want to do that. I want to win. It's not like, well, okay, I'm just going to kind of be part of it. The nature of a winner, he wants to win. You see, we're all winners because we're here. We're this far. We've come this far, which is a long way to become a devotee of Krishna, to actually be here. You've come a long way. You're not an ordinary person. You cannot consider yourself or anyone around you ordinary people. You're an extraordinary person, a very extraordinary living entity to have come in contact with Krishna's devotees, to come in contact with Krishna, Krishna's pure devotee, you see, to fit in this movement. You're an extraordinary person. Who can... Uh, sometimes it, it, it'll, it'll boggle our minds if we try to figure out, what did I do to get this opportunity? Well, it's not possible to do anything. Somehow or other, you were just chosen. You know, what did we do? Does anybody think, does, I don't know, I've, I don't think I've ever met a devotee that said, well, I know what I did. I did this and this and this, and that got me devotional service. I've never met anybody that said that. Typically, it kind of comes down to we were in the right place at the right time. You know, we met some devotee, uh, typically, there's a book involved. Someone sells us a book or someone tells us a philosophy. It's just causeless mercy that hits us. So it's like perhaps some way in a, in a previous lifetime, we pleased the Lord in some way that he thought, you know what, I'm going to give you an opportunity for Krishna Prem. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, but we don't know. All we know is that we're here. We're, we're uh, extraordinary individuals. We have this opportunity, you see. So let's not waste it. Srila Prabhupada, uh, Tamal Krishnamaraj, told me this story. One time he um, picked up Srila Prabhupada at the airport in Los Angeles. And he was taking him to the temple and decided to take him through Beverly Hills. Kind of the long way to the temple. And uh, was taking them through Beverly Hills, and they're, they're passing the Beverly Hills Country Club, or some beautiful golf course. Very, very, very beautiful, manicured, you know, very attractive. And he's thinking, oh, Prabhupada will enjoy this. So Srila Prabhupada's looking out the window for a long time. He's focusing out the window. And uh, Tamal Krishna Maharaj is thinking, oh, Prabhupada is enjoying the scenery very much. This was a good idea. And when Prabhupada turned around, he was crying. And uh, Goswami said, Prabhupada, what's, what is wrong? And Prabhupada said, he was seeing the people playing golf. Prabhupada was weeping. And he said, just see how they're wasting this human form of life. We have to save them. 
We have to save them. You see? Prabhupada didn't say, we need to be more like them. He didn't say like that. He didn't say, well, you can become a devotee and dabble a little over here and a little over there in some nonsense. Prabhupada never said that. You have free will. You can do it if you want. But just analyze your decision. You have an opportunity for Krishna Prem. It's within your reach. It's doable. And you can achieve it. You can, you can do this. We can do this together. We can help each other. We have help from Guru and Krishna. We have everything we need to achieve Krishna Prem. Except maybe uh, the full desire. You see? Because if I choose Krishna Prem, that means I have to give up a lot of nonsense. You see? If I'm going to go for the Krishna Prem, there's a lot of nonsense I'm going to have to let slide. And you may not be ready to do that right now. You may have mixed faith. I have faith in Krishna, but I also have faith in the material energy. I really think that the material energy might bring me some enjoyment. You know? So, when our faith is mixed, we, might, we have some stumbling blocks. But if we can perform devotional service, what does Prabhupada say? This last sentence? Unless one is able to control the senses and engage them in the transcendental loving service of Mukunda, there is no possibility, no possibility of salvation. Very clear. I've talked to devotees who say, well, but you know, I'm chanting Hare Krishna. Isn't that enough? Yeah, I've got this anartha and I've got that and I've got this. But, you know, I chant. I chant Hare Krishna. I've been chanting for... Isn't that enough? Uh, do I need to read it again, what Prabhupada said? There is no possibility of salvation unless we engage the senses in the transcendental loving service of the Lord. And you can read into that anything you want. Well, Prabhupada doesn't say I have to give up golf, though. <laughs> this is the nature, you know. Well, Prabhupada would understand. Krishna is going to understand. I have this attraction over here. I don't know. I, I don't read that here, but you might, you might want to edit that in if you like to make you feel better. If that's what it takes for you to make it through the day to feel better, go ahead, edit it. You can do the editing. You know, so many people are against the editing of Srila Prabhupada's books. But yet they edit it themselves. They edit in their mind. You see? They put, yeah, isn't it? Well, he's not saying that I have to give up, you know, I like to go do this. He didn't say that. He didn't. Prabhupada didn't say in this sentence here that I have to sell my motorcycle. He didn't say that. You see? And I do service. Why twice a week I do this and, and, I, and I do that, you know? <laughs> you see what I mean? The, uh, the only thing that will prevent us from achieving Krishna Prem, if you're a member of this movement, is you. 
and your desires that, uh, that take you away from Krishna Prem. You see? If you have, these, you have these little, this little group of desires over here, and then you have this desire for Krishna Prem, so the more time you spend on this little group of desires, or single desire, whatever, that's the more time you're going to be pulled away from achieving your goal of Krishna Prem. But it's there, and you can do it. it. As a matter of fact, it's guaranteed. And you may say, well, there's no way I could ever achieve love, of pure love of Godhead. Well, what does Krishna say? Krishna says, I'll carry you. If you surrender to me, I'll do it for you. I'll give it to you. I'll see that you get it. If you just want me and surrender to me, I'll see that you get it. I'll preserve anything you lack. You know? I'll provide anything you lack and I'll preserve whatever it is you already have. There's no loss. Nothing but gain. What a deal. This is the promise of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. You won't lose anything. I'll give you whatever you need to achieve that goal if you want it. And to want it, you're going to stop wanting this other stuff over here. See? So... Uh, at this point, I'm going to call, for, see if there's any questions, comments. Yes, Prabhu? <laughs> Mental editing. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of that. I don't want Jai Adwaita to do it, but I want to do it myself. You know, I want to read it in there the way I want it. Yeah, and I'll repeat your question, too. Got it? Haribo? Is that good? Yeah? Oh, yeah, that's okay, better. Okay, good. All right, so the, um, the, the bit about recreation um, or sort of these time-wasting activities, I, I also share the same thoughts. So I agree with you and what you're saying about this. Um, we were actually just having... A conversation yesterday afternoon about this. We drove by a golf course, and you know, um, this, I mean, it was a very quick conversation. But cricket came up, and soccer, and these things. So, um, with in mind that that I that I um, do share the same thought as you, um, or the same opinion. Mm-hmm. It was brought up in the course of this short conversation that many, you know, undoubtedly surrendered and pure devotees of Krishna in our movement um, played soccer or played or said it's okay for a little cricket, you know? So 
you, you really can't say anything at that point. You know, it's like, well, okay. You know, well, so-and-so Swami said, and then it's like, well, finished, conversation over, you know? So, so how do you balance that? Well, again, this is like we're getting back to the editing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to edit that comment. I'm going to twist it around and make it so it, it'll support my desire for my anarta. Um, sometimes, uh, uh, depending on who we're dealing with, sometimes if they're not going to uh, if they're not going to listen to your instruction, you're going to have to allow a little. So you, sometimes you know there are people who are just not going to advance in Krishna consciousness, or they might be discouraged if you take away their soccer. So you tell them, a little soccer is okay. Thinking that if we can minimize this nonsense, and, and maybe this, and it could be that this is your only source of uh, uh, exercise. And the doctor has told you you need exercise. Or maybe you're just a young man proacting, knowing that I need exercise, you see. And this is the only form of exercise I have. <clears throat> so some sannyasi, some guru may say, so it's okay, it is okay, little is okay. I don't think anyone's going to say, hey, play all the soccer you want. I don't believe it. If they, if they say that someone, I don't believe it, you know. But a little, yeah. Now, what would that uh, saintly person have told you if you were totally surrendered? You see. So if I'm not surrendered, I'm looking, I'm looking for uh, uh, loopholes. I'm looking for ways out. You know that, do you ever hear that uh, uh, comedian W.C. Fields? He was a known atheist. And uh, one time he was reading the Bible, and someone said, W.C., why are you reading the Bible? You're an atheist. He said, what could, you, what could you possibly be looking for in the Bible? And he said, loopholes. You know? So, so I'm looking for loopholes. So um, uh, I'm looking for ways to apply anything you might say to support my nonsense. I'm not really going for the Krishna Prem. I'm not going for that prize. I've got, I am, but not right this minute. I'm really focused on this. So anything that you may say or that you may say that would support how I feel, I'm going to use. And I'm going to, I'm going to um, um, avoid verses or instructions that would take me away from my anarta. You see what I mean? So, well, so-and-so said it's, uh, so-and-so Maharaj said it's okay. You know, well, what would you have, if you had gone to that person, that saintly person, and said, oh, my, my dear guru, my, you know, or Swamiji, please, please instruct me. Please help me to go back to Godhead. I'm a soul surrendered unto you. Now I am your disciple, and a soul surrendered unto you. I don't know what at all what is best for me. Please instruct me. Now, what would that person have said? Go play soccer? No. 
distribute books, make devotees, spread kirtan, distribute prasadam. That's what you tell a surrendered person. You know, when Arjuna turned to Krishna at that moment, that turning point, karpanya doshopahata swabhavaha prichamitvam dharma smudacheta, he says, in my current situation, I don't know at all what's best for me. And now I am your disciple and a soul surrendered unto you. Please instruct me. So Krishna spoke Bhagavad Gita to him. But when someone comes to you and says, well, do I really have to give up my soccer? To go back to Godhead, do I have to? Well, okay, you're attached to soccer. I can tell that. All right. Well, no, not necessarily. Little is okay. Little is okay. Because I want you to go ahead and hang on to it. You know, go kick your ball around. And you'll still chant. You'll still take prasadam. You'll do some service. And through time, the service will win out. You know, what are you supposed to say? Well, no, that's utter nonsense and either stop it or leave. That's not the right answer. So you tell people. You, you, you have to instruct people according to uh, their willingness to accept the instruction. You see, it's very rare that you get a soul who says, please instruct me. I don't know what's best for me. I know you do. P please instruct me. You, you'll talk to, to that person differently. You know, you're going to say, all right, boy, you're serious. You're, you want to cut the chase. You want this Krishna Prem, don't you? All right, here's what you do. Does that make any sense? But if I've got my attachments, yeah, and I've got my things, and I, and I really kind of want you to kind of give it a little bit of blessing so I won't feel as bad, well, all right, you know, I'm just, <clears throat> sometimes we do like that. Sometimes we hear people that, uh, that are, are leading kirtan, and the kirtan is not in keeping with Srila Prabhupada's desire for kirtan. He had, Prabhupada has standards. Very few people know, or if they do know, they, sit, they don't seem to care what those standards were. But he had standards. Oh. The latest time that Prabhupada uh, gave this, the standards for kirtan was May 27th, I believe, 1977, when he was sick. Very, very sick. Knowing that the end isn't far away. Prabhupada, there's this, it's all written down. It was taped, transcribed. You know, they're there for anybody who cares to read and who cares what they are, you see. But sometimes we hear people doing kirtan that's, you know, I guess we could say off the wall. But we're happy that they're doing kirtan. You can't go up to that person and say, you know, you nonsense. Don't you know that that's ridiculous? You're not supposed to do that. You know, you may discourage them. So you maybe... Now, if someone really says, hey, you know, I'm really interested. How did Prabhupada really want us to do kirtan? Well, then you can tell them. But if you go telling them anybody else, you know, first of all, they're going to get mad because they're attached. Well, what's, what's wrong with it? I don't know. We didn't ask Prabhupada. 
You know, we weren't in the habit of, when Prabhupada gave an instruction of saying, well, well, what's wrong with me doing it this way? You know, I'm sorry, we didn't do that. <laughs> you know, so, but we get that now. We say, well, you know, Prabhupada said that he wanted us to do like this and not do like, well, I, I don't see what's wrong with it. Okay, just do kirtan then. <laughs> so you give instruction according, according to their ability. Yes, Mother. I remember one comment. Uh, um, you know, the children in our community. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Ritadoji Maharaj guides them a lot, see? And um, he was noticing that they were not chanting. So just to make them chant, this is what Ritadoji Maharaj told them to do. Every time you put a ball in the loop, when you're playing basketball, you have to say the Maha Mantra and then put the ball in the room. So that made them yeah. chant. So it's like, a, according to time, place, and circumstance, yeah. the instructions were given, you know, by all these. And the say, very same Maharaj would not give that instruction to probably me or, right. you know, somebody who is now serious about the Krishna consciousness, yeah. you know. So that could be one of and, the reasons. And, you know, this is a really, this is an important subject. Yeah. You don't give the same instruction no. to everybody. You know, you're talking with children, and they're playing ball. Yeah. Now, uh, not an adult could say, well, if the kids can play ball, why can't I play ball? Right. So one time, Srila Prabhupada, uh, I forget who the disciple was. He was in Australia. But Prabhupada was asking him, why have you grown your hairs? He had hair and a mustache and a little bit of a beard. And Prabhupada said, why have you done this? And the devotee turned to Prabhupada, and he said, well, Prabhupada, I saw a picture of you when you were a young man in business, and you had a mustache and hair. And Prabhupada said, that was before I was initiated. After initiation, no mustache, no long hair. Yeah, Prabhupada was, oh, he was offended. That was I mean, before I was initiated, Prabhupada said. Even Gurudev, I mean, he never gave the same, uh, same instruction to everybody. No. According to their nature... He would give them According to their nature and according to their surrender. Yeah. If you're totally surrendered, you get the real prize. Yeah. You get the real instruction. The real heavy instructions. Yeah. 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 He had. He has to. For the per for that person, you know, some people, uh, some people, you're just you're just happy that they continue to come to the temple, you see, and you can't raise the bar for them right now. Later on, you can, but right now we can see that we know we, we've had that experience. You can see if I if I try to raise the bar right now, they may get discouraged. But let them get in their comfort zone. That they let them feel, hey, I can do this. This isn't so demanding on my, uh, my personal life. You know, I can be a devotee and still be exactly who I am. I and then you raise it a little. Actually, they'll raise it themselves when they see you. They think, hey, look at this guy. You know, he's, he's so pucka in first class. I, I think I could be a little bit more like him. You see, I think I can do that. And then it starts to go like that. You start to fall in love with Guru and Krishna, and uh, you start you get pulled along like that. I think 
thing, Mother Nandini wanted did, to Did you have a question, Mother? Well, just a couple of things. Um, <clears throat> You mentioned that you said fully surrendered. And I think that's a key term because, I, you know, we're all surrendered at some point. In some way, we would not be here. Um, but my question is, for someone who's fully surrendered, I don't think they'd be even asking their Guru Maharaj that question. Can I play soccer? Right. I mean, the question wouldn't even come up to your mind to, to ask. Yeah. And as far as instructions... Uh, like Manjwali was saying, um, I think you were talking about Prabhupada's standard. Well, Prabhupada did set the standards. Well, you know, we can't always reach that. And we have our Guru Maharajas, like you said, help us along with different instructions. Yeah. Because I've had my, my own Guru Maharaj tell me things. I'll ask him about something. And, and he'll say, this instruction is for you only. Yeah. This is because he knows where I'm at. He knows where my heart is. He knows what I desire, but he also knows realities of, you know, my anartas or whatever. And he's bringing me along to advance, but he also knows my limitations at the moment. Yeah. And, and so he may give a completely different instruction to a god sister or god brother of mine than what he's telling me. So for me to go around and say, well, you know, Guru said, you know, we could do all this. Well, no, he was talking to me. Not so for me to go say, well, this this Maharaj says this and that is just ridiculous. And it was according to time, place, time, and place, circumstance, exactly, exactly. Which, which we shouldn't uh, we shouldn't use time, place, and circumstance. I, I hear people say that sometimes when they're just trying to get out of doing things a certain way. You know, well, Prabhupada did say according to time, place, and circumstance. So in other words, I don't want to do this this way or whatever. So I'm going to I'm going to try to play the time, place, and circumstance trump card. You know, instead of doing it that way, I'm going to do it a different way because of time, place. You shouldn't use it as an excuse. It should be a situation that we're in. Right. All right, at this particular time, under these circumstances, and in this situation. I'm going to have to do this. Not that, well, this is what I want to do, so, uh, okay, time, place, circumstance, I can, you know, we shouldn't, we shouldn't do like that. But that's, that's exactly right. He gives you an instruction, and he says, this is for you. This isn't for everybody. This is for you. But now, a sincere devotee, when they realize I'm getting a special instruction from my guru because of my situation, doesn't it make you kind of think? And I know it does. I know in your case, I know the answer. But everyone should immediately think. So, in others, my dear Lord, my dear Lord and Master, you're bending over for me. I don't want you to do that. I want to change the circumstance to where you don't have to bend it for me. You see, that's the reciprocation. Wait a minute, my dear, my dear master, you're, you're willing to work with me like that? Well, I don't want that. Uh, you know, for now, that's the way we'll work. But we shouldn't say, okay, cast in stone forever. 
It's, yeah, it's, it's not a stamp of approval yeah. from the guru. It's, it's, to me, it makes me want, yeah, like you said, not do that anymore, to get to the higher standard. It for deepens, my, for it, my guru and for It Krishna. deepens your love for him. Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So we can't use it as an excuse to weasel it's out. It's not permission to continue in that. Right. Yeah. It's uh, for this particular time, at this place, under these circumstances, let's do this. But it's not like we say, all right, now I've got you. <laughs> it's going to be like, you know. So anything else? Jai. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Hare Krishna. Thank you so much.